2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In
0: 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant and the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might get winning here if the world flaps in the shot. What a goal! Fully well, here and the podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This
2: is the 77
3: Club. Hello and welcome to episode 135 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials.
1: The Wall77 Club on Facebook and Instagram. At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, YouTube spotify itunes please subscribe jack williams is here
3: hello everybody and dan bayliss hello wolves fans uh first out uh, a big shout out to harry who managed to put on seven pounds over the festive period a cracking effort and finished, uh, has anyone else put on loads of weight <laughs> i mean uh, harry bayliss is that a, an extra chin i can see no no you're not doing too I'm bad i'm doing jack? all
4: right well i haven't got any scales i tried to order some but they haven't been delivered Hermes messed it up so that's a blessing in disguise, really, so who knows?
3: Uh, excellent, right, Kate. Okay. Well, we'll start with Tottenham, I'll be brutally honest. Uh tried to red card myself before the game and don't remember much of it as I was so drunk. Um, but I believe, Harry, it was a 1-1 draw. I'll run through the team very quickly. Patricio, Semedo, Cody, Sace, Marcel, Neves, Matinho, Traore, Pedence, Neto,
1: Fabio, Silva. What do you think of that starting eleven? Uh, yeah, I was happy with the starting 11. Um but then after 50 seconds, I was really devastated and I thought our life was going to end again after the Burnley game, but honestly, apart from that first minute, Spurs were pretty poor. Uh, we kept Son and Kane really quiet, two of the most informed players of the season, and we were so unlucky not to win the game, really. It'd have been a disaster if we didn't get the equaliser because we had so many chances and a lot of the play and created a lot of chances, but in the whole grand scheme of things I was happy we got the draw but I'm slightly disappointed we didn't get the win with the way we played
3: go over live to our wing back correspondent Dan Bailey so Dan how the wing do in doing that one
5: <laughs> yeah as as with the other game we're going to discuss Wolves have had two games where they've been absolutely brilliant for 99% of it and we've taken one point so I'm disappointed to be perfectly honest you know it's it's about fine margins in this league and Wolves are losing them at the moment and pretty badly and I think we don't it's bad to just focus on individual errors and individual issues but you have to because that's our job that's why we're here with for people to, to talk about that and discuss it openly um, and it's always good to have open conversation about it but it, it is at the moment it's it's just minor lapses in concentration technical things that keep going wrong for us I, I think we were the better side against Tottenham for most of the game Tottenham were negative again son and kane did nothing really for pretty much most of the match son won the corner for the goal that's it um we were we created tons of chances but then again we've got no one really to stick him in the net the, the silver chance at the end unfortunately is just it, naivety let's call it naivety for now a a good top player really does bury that i mean raul Jimenez heading that he would have put Lloris the ball and the net in the South Bank <laughs> you love that one don't you yeah it's my favourite yeah <laughs> the top of the day. Uh, Jack, it was uh, Sace
3: that was Moroccan around the Christmas tree. A fantastic (laughs) header. Uh, Jimenez would have been proud
4: of watching on from the stands. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. And I just love the fact that we scored it from an actual normal corner. And I think the last normal corner (laughs) that we scored from was against Sheffield United when Sace headed it in. It's almost like if you just whip the ball in the box, sometimes someone can get on the end of it and score rather than messing around outside. Um, Jack, we,
5: we said on the WhatsApp group for 20 minutes... 30 minutes before it happened attack the near post just attack the near post and we're going to get a chance and it happens and it nearly happened against United why have Wolves had such a tendency for not going in there and trying to beat them out short corners
4: man don't know I don't know who thinks of these short corners but Sagan sorry
5: how frustrating is it to
3: see see something work like that and work to a time that we keep going back to and go look this works
4: yeah, I mean, it's something that I think now, probably from feedback, I'm not sure, probably from because it's all over Twitter and everywhere, that it looks like in the last two games they have changed it a little bit and they're taking a lot more normal corners. Or the ones they do play short, they're just getting it in the box straight away rather than messing about with it. So they might play it short and then whip it in immediately, which if, you go, if you're if you chasing a game in particular, it's, it's the best thing to do, isn't it? But Spurs overall performance, it was brilliant. It was just really, really annoying that first. Uh, you know, the first 90 seconds or so, because uh, the ball goes out. Patricio is obviously, I think he's unsighted. So it, it flies in. But as from, as from that point, I thought well, we were the better team. We kept them really quiet. And I don't think they had a shot in the second half. Definitely not a shot on target that I can really remember. All it was was really was Harry Kane throwing himself on the floor every time anyone went anywhere near him, <laughs> trying to get a penalty, which was just frankly embarrassing at the end of it. I mean, that one at the very end where you're watching it back and uh, he just tries to sort of, Sais heads it away from him and he just goes down looking for it. It's just other players, if they weren't the England captain, would get booked for that.
5: Can we raise a point on that? Because Silver got clipped, went down, no penalty. Everyone slams him. Diving, cheating, gear. Oh, he's learned how to dive as he at 18. Kane does exactly the same thing. It hasn't even been mentioned. And the commentator said, oh, well, he ran out of options there, so that's all he could do. And you think, well, absolutely
1: <laughs> blatant dive um big debate off the back of that big debate yeah. Seb said in the WhatsApp group right the Fabio Silva one there was a uh, comparisons made with the Brighton Arsenal game I believe and there was a similar incident where the player got clipped on the foot went down like Fabio Silva there's no doubt about it he threw himself to the floor but you look back at the video he did get touched in my opinion it wasn't a penalty but when you see other decisions decisions like that being given I can see why some Wolves fans were like, yeah. well, hold on. Like, I think Carl Henry came out to me and said, that's got to be a penalty. They've got to be consistent. People, yeah. I thought the Arsenal one was worse. I thought the Arsenal one was... More... I still don't think they were both
5: either were penalties, but it was more of a penalty than the yeah. Wolves one. People
4: just want it consistency, very soft. don't they? They want consistency and it's very hard to... You can see it from week to week or even the same games in, in the same weekend of fixtures where... It's not applied in exactly the same way. With the Fabio Silva one, I'm with you in thinking it wasn't a penalty, but I also don't think it was a dive. If there's contact, then it's he's fair enough to go down. However, I could see that it's given. And the thing I was thinking going through my head, I was like, if that happens to Bruno Fernandes when we play Man United in two days' time, that's a penalty, 100%. Not even any doubt in my head would that get given. Or even if it probably in Harry Kane's favour. So it's just inconsistency. But I think it was harsh on Silva to get booked because he has taken his leg away from him, even with a little clip before, you know, he's about to play the ball.
3: I have a really good authority that Matt Doherty played in this game. Uh, how was he uh, <laughs> accepted or, or not, Harry?
1: Well, he got a hug off Nuno at the end of the game. So he was accepted by him. He didn't, he, like you say, was he even there Um the walls had really commenting about him on Twitter. Either he's really struggled, hasn't he, at Spurs since he's gone there? I think Bailey says he'd rather have him than Samedo, but I wouldn't. He was good for us, but I don't he'd like. Rather than Naylor, Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, rather than Naylor. Naylor was a good player. But no, Doherty man, like he didn't do nothing. I think he played, Did he play left back? Have I made that up? He didn't get a chance to bomb forward much. He had one. No, he, he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he, he had very little in the game. Mm. Yeah, honestly, I can't remember if he played right or left back. I saw a team sheet, but I think it was wrong. But yeah, wherever
5: he played, can't really remember it. Spurs were so negative; that he never had a chance to get in the game anyway, did he? Uh, Nevers and Matinho, that partnership. Bayless, how did how did it go on that one? Fine. We're just we're just not clicking. are we were not creating any chances. That's the issue. Defensively, we're fine at the moment. For as I said, ninety nine percent of a game. But yeah, they ping the nice balls around. Matinho's solid, always is. I thought he was exceptional against Man United. The best player on the pitch in my opinion um, I don't know we just don't know what's going on with the walls midfield the, the two centre midfielders are sitting a bit deeper with one playing in front and I think it, it means that Neves is slightly too deep and chances aren't falling to him and he's I don't know he doesn't seem himself does he?
3: It was up to 21 points with the draw. Uh, Jack, do you think Nuno knows his best 11 for each
4: occasion? It's very difficult. I think he does know his best 11. The problem at the moment is half of that 11 are on the injury list. <laughs> so there has, <laughs> the has to be rotation. <laughs> um, and when we when it's sort of spanned to the crowd and there's... Um, Johnny, Jimenez, Bolly, and Dendonka all sat there together, you're thinking if they're all fully fit, they're probably all four of them starting, aren't they? So that makes it even more difficult to then have to play um, Spurs then Man United with a stupid less than 48-hour turnaround. Um, so I think he's done the best he can, given really. Uh, on the midfield too, I think they, they did well in both games personally. I always worry when... Um, Neves and Matinho play together because I'd rather be, be Dendonca than plus another one of them. But no, I think they they both did, did well. They battled, and I know there's been question marks about both of them um, throughout the season. Really, it started off with Matinho and then now it's sort of gone on to Neves, who's getting who was getting the harsh criticism. But both games, I thought they uh, they put in solid performances. Granted, you know they're not bombing forward and creating as many chances or scoring as many, but. I, th- I thought we, we did alright. They both did alright and can be proud of their performances. Harry, I think Jack and I have both noted the bench
3: has been looking weak recently. A look at that bench against Spurs, and of the nine, four of them actually started against United. Do you think <laughs> the, you know, if you've got a weak bench and then essentially half of your bench then starts the next game away at Man United, you've got a bit of a problem, haven't you?
1: Yeah, but we know why that happened because of the quick turnaround and a lot of fatigue was in. But I do look at the I've looked at the bench the last few games and I haven't even recognised some of the names on there from the under twenty three. So that's a slight worry, isn't it? But that's what's happened. We've we've had so much good luck with injuries in under Nuno in his era. But this season, it's just really hit us hard, hasn't it? Like everyone seems to be getting injured. But yeah, yeah the bench is worrying. It really is. We've got so many under 23s popping up. I've never heard of. It's slightly concerning. I think.
3: Bayless, let's bring in Manchester United on this one because I think before the game you were saying that uh, Nuno should do a Mick McCarthy and play the kids at United you got a couple of pelters for that in the group I want you to show you're working on that one
5: sort of did transpire a little bit he did have to mix the team up because of fatigue and I actually think they did very well my, my thinking at the time was that I would rather try and go and beat Brighton and get three points than probably lose to Man United and then end up drawing and possibly losing to Brighton that might still be the case Uh, I don't want to see the likes of Neto and Pedence getting injured in a potential no-hoper and then within 15 minutes I was wrong anyway because we started very well against Man United and did very well again 99% of the game so Mm. I was right in the fact that changes should have been made and were for the sake of fitness and keeping players fit but let's see what we can now go and do at Brighton off the back of it.
3: Hoover came in for Samedo on that one. I know should be asking probably the wing back correspondent on this will
5: come to Dan <laughs> afterwards just to
1: um just to hear what he thinks about Hoover.
3: I thought he slotted in quite nicely into that berth.
1: Yeah, I noticed they put Cody right centre back and Sais in the middle of the five which was mad really, but yeah he was brilliant. And eight was really good. Sais was really good. We like Bailey said, we started off. I had not much hope at all. We defended really well and because how well we played against Spurs, I thought we'd play a similar team obviously not really thinking about the short turnaround so we couldn't and have a go and and get something United but as soon as I saw that team I was like this is out the window damage limitation but fair play to the whole team heroic stuff at times defending we created a lot of chances as well but we just couldn't get anyone to stick it into the net uh, Fabio Silva didn't start obviously so he wasn't there to pop pop him in but yeah it comes to something when Sace is your main goal threat doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> We've well, got to go over to him now with the wing back correspondent
3: uh, Dan is it looking like a little bit like your pairing that you want obviously in an ideal world it would probably be Johnny and a left left wing back the, but...
5: there are positives and negatives to take I think both the lads have very good games They're clearly very young and have got to learn their trade a little bit more. I think at times, the thing that you give them a pelt for is they're both a little bit weak up against one-on-ones and up against other players. Um, Seb actually said it in the WhatsApp group, they need a bit of spinach in them, um, which is apt from Seb because he needs more spinach and less pies. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Seb. Uh, I... (laughs) I thought they were very good. I can't find much criticism in them other than the fact that they were a little bit weak in the tackling, weak one on one. But that's something they've got to learn. We've said it on Bayless, the podcast for Hoover weeks. Hoover, or
1: Sarmado—that's the million-dollar question. Who do you want to start from now on? Hoover or Sarmado going forward in right wing back? Given how Hoover don't played, don't do I'd this like to
5: him. us now. <laughs> given how Hoover played, I would like him to be given a bit of a chance. Given that what I've seen from Sarmado is getting better defensively, but still very little going forward. I would like Hoover to be given a four or five game run, see if he can grow into the team and grow into a role.
4: Jack, you're shaking your head. That's that's not going to happen. I think he did well, and <laughs> I wouldn't mind him featuring a little bit more going going on. But I think Samedo was probably arguably a man in the match performance against Tottenham. It's the best the best he's played, I think. By by mm. Jack, he had distance. a cross
5: that he pinged across the box, and it went out for a throw in on the one bounce.
4: <laughs> yeah, but that happened. But I, it doesn't matter what he does, does it? It's like you're saying, you either moan it but for attacking yeah. or defending. He just picked the two, but he was he was solid, really good, I thought, all round. He he can, also, he can at, I know he also went up for a comical header and completely missed it and it bounced over him, which was <laughs> hilarious. But I just think
5: at the <laughs> moment, we're struggling with single mistakes that are giving us away goals and losing us points. And Semedo is a bit of an error-prone player. He's, he's, he, he might turn himself into a Richard Stearman-esque type where he'll make one mistake a game. And unfortunately, when we're scoring zero... One mistake could be the difference between
4: one point and no point. Yeah, but then you'd, you'd argue that the problem is not the defence, is it? You know, I think mean, we've got we've, to have a go.
5: At, we've got to have a go at Kilman for the Man United game, unfortunately. Kilman. Now, we've Yeah, was the it goal bounce, is but... the goal is yeah, the goal is Kilman's fault, unfortunately. Although we, I think he's been very good and he had a great game. Never's his fault. Same the much. <laughs> same as Semedo. If someone does something wrong, you've got
1: to call them out for it because that's, odd, that's it, what we're here it, to do. It, what. What was heartbreaking was the deflection came off Sace, didn't it? And he had such a good game. Yeah. And, then, and yes. it just crept it, in oh, as well. It's so, so annoying, so annoying yeah.
4: isn't it? From behind the goal and you're just like... Oh, Patricio would have saved it. I him. yeah. If it had not touched, thing, yeah. if it,
1: if it not touched it,
4: Patricio would have got that. It wasn't a great strike, I
1: don't think. That, that. That's a shout, lads. How good was Patricio? That one save first half on Fernandes. Fernandez. Fernandez. They crossed oh, it. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, Patricio was like so safe, wasn't he? He was brilliant.
3: He's a safe pair of hands, isn't he? I mean, he's
1: mm. he's priceless in that regard,
3: and he just he goes under the radar a lot of bit. I think, and, and through the rest of the pundits in the league, uh,
1: I think he does as well. I think he's definitely one of the best goalkeepers. It's, it's just come to me now, sorry. Do you think Nuno made the mistake? he might have been to do with fitness, but I thought when he brought Fabio on, he should have took Traore off and not Neto, shouldn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. That was like, that felt like a mistake. But I'm assuming that Neto is absolutely knackered. That's the only thing I can think. Can really. we can we talk about Traore a little bit? Mm. Yeah
5: because I know that there's, there's obviously if you're a Wolves fan listening to this there is a very good chance you'd have seen what's been going on on Twitter and there's been a lot of controversy about um, Traore in general the way he's been playing of late and that it's wrong to criticise him but we're not going to get into that argument I think we just need to talk openly and honestly about what we think about his gameplay at the moment and personally I think when he gets the ball and wants to go forward great but he's, he is lazy going back there's every, no two ways it's about it's it.
3: It's it It's a wrong attitude to have if you, you're not going to track back. Because we know that he can track back and he can track back quicker than anybody else. And, and he's the best person to start a counterattack because every time he gets the ball, I'm sat there screaming at the TV saying, you're not going to get the ball off him because nine times mm. out of ten, you're not going to get the ball off him. But his decision-making in the final third is atrocious. I know that the, the, we're the, going the the to
5: get called racist. But sadly, he is thick. It's like it's evident. Just watching him play football, he's clearly not as intelligent as other people on a football
1: pitch. But we've always said that, haven't we? We've said yeah. it in the last few years. Last year he was a, he was a world beater, but this I thought he did okay first half. To be fair to him, there was a few occasions where he ran through and actually laid it off for once. There but was then one though. Half he went there, w- there was one Harry. that Neto, left-footed
5: shot, man. Like, yeah. oh. There was one where Neto was bombing through, and if he'd just had the ability, call it physical mm. or mental ability, either one. Just to slide him through, he was he was well in, he was well in, and a and a mm. top top level player would have done it.
3: That's why he worked. That's why he, we miss Jimenez so much, is because he's not selfish in that in that kind of way. He's selfish when he needs yeah. to be, and he, he gets his goals. But he will lay off. And look, Traore's last goal against Man City way back when last December was the perfect uh, example of Jimenez going past Otamendi, and he rolled it past him as he did, and then he put in Traore. And and you just you you very rarely. If at all, see it the other way around. Otto Mendy's still looking for that ball. That was yeah. the wrong game,
4: to be fair. That was the away what at Man it? City, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. his last goal, though.
4: No, no, it wasn't. It was at home to Man City. No, his
1: last goal was at home, wasn't it? The home Man City <laughs> game, yeah. No, the, uh, the second <clears throat> one.
4: <clears throat> but my my thing one. with Troy is it seems like he always has glimpses of being great. And like I've said before, the commentators love this when he gets on the ball in the first 10 minutes, takes on two players. And then he just—I don't know if he like loses interest, or his head goes a little bit, or he gets too confident. But it usually happens after he's been kicked up in the air, or and he's like lay on the floor, he's sat on the floor with his arms out. Like even when it's not a foul, he just—he just, Jack, it he must just be sits there. Though. I'm not it saying must it's not knackering. knackering just, just, I'm not
5: condoning it. but...
4: I'm not saying it's not knackering. I'm just saying sometimes it just looks like you just—he's on the floor looking at the linesman for a foul when it's not a foul. He just needs to mm. just needs to get up. I him don't it.
1: disagree. He always fades. When he gets to about this, if he starts a game, when he gets to about 67 minutes, he just fades, man. He's never going to start running back. And when we're hanging on like we was, we're sitting deep and it gets booted up the pitch and he's there, you just think, Ian holding this up, you know what I mean? He's not going to trap it and he won't run for balls. Like if the ball don't come straight to him, to his feet, he is absolutely... No use whatsoever. The How- best time to use him is to bring him on as a sub, isn't it? That's he's an yeah. impact player, really, which is a bit a shame to say. He's, he's he is. a
5: nice to have player, unfortunately.
1: If you are a very good team in a winning
5: mentality, going forward, creating loads of attacks, is your perfect man. Doesn't matter if he.
1: You yeah. know, loses the ball no. and it's, the ball gets turned. It's a shame because last season he was absolutely unbelievable, but now he's gone back to the way he was the first <laughs> season. It's just strange what's happened. Maybe it's the contract stuff. He's got N- no one to cross it to. Yeah, no. it doesn't help. Yeah, yeah it doesn't-
4: I think his head might have gone a little yeah. bit. I think it might have been I like so. swayed by all these rumours about going to Liverpool, Man United, whoever for seventy million and these sorts of things. Jack, the best club, in, the best club in England, have bid for him apparently. Leeds. Yeah, Oh, he'd never fit in at Leeds.
1: Leeds. We said last week, didn't we? We said yeah. last week about Leeds. He wouldn't fit in. Well, just they wouldn't. are in the Champions League already, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> they battered the Albino, yeah. didn't they? That was that was fun to watch.
3: Without sounding like Bayliss on tomato, we've got to bring up Neves just to satisfy me, really. And Not getting enough at home, are you? Said it last week. He's not... What? <laughs> not getting enough at home, are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't think he's... He's not doing it on a... On a weekly basis Um it, the stats show that two and a half years worth of of stats I think Seb said it in the group yesterday Harry I'm trying to base it on the Ruben Neves of the championship which is about four goals and three assists so I'd be expecting that in the Premier League
1: yeah we, we spoke about it a bit last week as well it, look I agree with Jack though he did have a decent game against United and he was also okay against Spurs but he hasn't been the same has he he hasn't been the same he, he needs. He, he against United. To be fair to him, he did have a, a couple of shots in there, or, or I remember at least one on the edge. Yeah. That's where he's good. But he just needs something needs to click with him. Where I don't know if he needs to go forward more, but it just seems to be he's going to be deep, and he is not good enough. Uh, you know what I mean? He's, he's not good enough for a majority of games. He's really inconsistent. In Burnley was terrible. Just, yeah, I
5: think there are two things. He, he's clearly now playing deeper than he was. I think that's evident from the championship year to now. He's he's playing most of his balls in around the centre circle, if not in their own half. Secondly, everyone's sussed him out a little bit. He has not had many opportunities with the ball free at his feet. Within twenty-five he yards, kicks goal. on the edge of the area. I'm sorry,
1: but didn't yeah, say yeah. To take a free kick against Tottenham. Yeah, as well? yeah, Is yeah. That, what was that all about? Like, why never? Never hasn't
4: been taking free kicks for a while, and I'm not quite sure yeah. why. But um, he used
1: a... Bottom, top bin, didn't he? I used to always love taking a free
3: kicks. Top bin doesn't matter, does it? If you if you're playing Sunday League, the Championship, Premier League, if you're putting it anywhere near the top corner, there's a very, very good chance
5: you're going to score. I you think just is think so. that goal he scored against the Villa, where he got it on the edge of the area, where it's rolled across, and he banged it in. Yeah. Far side. We haven't seen that for a while. We, have we. haven't seen that for <laughs> a yeah. long time. Well, the Man and
4: United one last season at it, home. It, it, from the yeah, perfect.
5: Yeah. It just seems like a sort of situation that as a good team and managed team, you could. Manipulate a game to get one of those maybe once every couple of games, and we're not really seeing it. And I, I do wonder why, because it just seems yeah. like we're struggling for goals. We've got a guy that can hit it from 35 yards into the top corner because he's done it. Why aren't we trying to get Neves on the ball and at least giving him two or three shies at goal a game? Mm. You know, he had one against Man U, did he? And he's got he's
3: got 80 84 Premier League appearances for Wolves, and he's created nine big chances. He's had more shots than that. He's had a lot of shots. So to be fair to him, he just he just doesn't seem to be clicking at the moment. Yeah, but ninety nine percent of them have haven't hit the target. Well, that's yeah. the problem, he's isn't changed. it? If you're not going to work the keeper, what's the point?
4: Yeah, he has mm. obviously. He's, he's not going to have the same goal return. I wouldn't have thought as when we we're in the championship. But it is worrying that you think who's our free kick takers lately. And if I think Saisa surprised me lately. Actually, he's done done very well. But he can't be our biggest goal threat, and if you well, he needs to be crossing him into himself. <laughs> at the moment, you, you also have to say, if if, if Sace is your free kick taker in the Premier League, then, uh, you know that ain't good enough, is it? Mm. No, he, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm still not convinced about his passing ability either. Even though he did all right last night, to be fair to him, but we should be able to do better from a, a set piece taker than than Roman yeah, Sace, You just thought. It's at what point do you gamble, Wolves? someone put it in
5: another group I'm in mean, last night against Man United you are other friends oh, I'm sorry Wolves are starting to look a bit like Arsenal they're just trying to pass the ball into the net and I thought that's very weird because I've never noticed that before but it's sort of a little bit it's only because you've got nobody to head the ball yeah but well, we've got no we... <laughs> so fair. but then wh- why not let the guy just why not just have some pop
4: shots why not just hit a ball hope for a deflection
5: no, hope for a bit of luck
4: well to be fair I think they have, I think they, have they have been shooting Nevers has he has had, had he just haven't really then, he had a couple a against weak. United
1: yeah it's
4: not, not, then, I don't think it's for want weak. of trying the problem is the problem is more that it happened on a lot of occasions last night I know we reverted to five at the back but when you're looking up to cross it into the box and people like were getting free then there was just nobody in there and even when Silva came on he didn't you know he didn't really do much to do let's be honest I think he struggled yeah. a little bit um, so even when we had the striker on it wasn't as if he was making darting runs and then there's only one player in the box against four Man United players it's uh I'd, I'd be. Someone put on Twitter earlier actually that um, they'd be quite angry if Wolves didn't have a striker lined up for the very start of January because we can't do another month like this and we've known about we'll this injury for a while now. So, and he's got a point to be fair.
5: N- Nuno is turning Neves into Jmatinio for when he goes. That's I think that's the do. right thing to do. Well, he's never—he's well, not going to score then, is he? Never. has got two in his entire time at Wolves. But
3: they yeah. shouldn't be playing together, though. That's the—that's the difference. Matino shouldn't be playing. The amount of games he's
4: playing. We, we haven't got much points. choice at the moment, though, have we? That's the thing. Like, well, it, you can only play, really play Ottawa, and he's what he's right, played about half a game of Premier League football. <laughs> so it's too big. Of a I think risk. You've, got,
3: you've got to play in them, surely.
5: We've got to be careful, though, Sam. It's nah. going to be fucking Pokemon cards on the Buster games at this rate. <laughs> it's like a school trip
4: <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that then
1: but, yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very old I old, got old. it in the end uh,
3: um, let's have a look at Brighton uh, oh no one cause... more one more oh, go on one
5: more th- one more thing I yeah. noticed um, Goldbridge we all know he's a shithouse but he tweeted when it hit Cody's arm that's got to be a penalty and you sort of think that sums up Man United fans and how little they know about football
4: isn't a forest? I anyway. was expecting
5: it to be given.
1: Um, At me, they've changed yeah. the rules, haven't they?
4: Yeah. I'd, 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 what's he supposed to do with his hand? Chop it off? I think it's more just that United fans get so many penalties, they have a sense of entitlement that anything that's Man United fans with a sense fan. of entitlement. I know, right? So anything <laughs> they think is it. anything they think is even close to even possible of a penalty should be given because they're Man United.
5: Do you know what? I'm going to say it. I hate, I hate Man United now more than I hate the Villa and the Albion and the Blues. Together. That's the what. Yeah, no, I hate them. I just no, absolutely on. hate them. No,
4: no. They're, they're a it's pollutants. a different sort of hate, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a just... different sort of hate. Oh,
5: just, but... just a, just a, I had to block someone on my um, WhatsApp. He actually listens to this. Liam Osborne, non <laughs> Um He's a Man United fan. And he's, oh, you know, from South London, born and bred, massive Man U fan. You know what it's like. You know, oh, you're giving me chat. You've never even been there. You have no idea what it's like to follow a football team. Go away. I love him. He's a great bloke. But
4: I, can, <laughs> yeah, I had clearly. to block him. I that's had to block the, him. <laughs> that's the majority of football Twitter, though, is it? Really. That's that's the way it goes. They're always there piping up, and it's their profile picture is a picture of Pogba, and they're you know taking the mic, but they've just sat there at home streaming it, uh, you know, for the last. Not even during the because it's a pandemic. They've done it for the last. no not th- any different. Does they? Ten years anyway. So you just got to just let it go, really. But um, when Man
5: United are bad, those sort of people can turn it off. Whereas we've got no choice. We will watch everything.
4: I don't think we've actually we've really touched on, but also, I was just I was gutted when that goal went in because we played so, so well and it was just so undeserved. And then you've got Man United fans on Twitter just saying, oh, they just parked the bus. They just parked the bus. Like We didn't park the bus at all. Granted, we, we, died a li- shots. we died a little bit in the last 20 minutes. I'll give you that. But that's due to fatigue and lack of squad depth and just trying to protect what we had. But that's not parking the bus. We had, if, if anything, we probably had some of the best chances, particularly in the first half and could have easily got in winning at half time.
3: Harry, I saw you put after on social media saying about um, how difficult it is to lose a game like that when a lot of your friends are Man United fans like that. And How's it been over the last 24 hours for you?
1: Pretty bad. One of my one of my close mates, Jay, was piping up. We have a mate, and they were just they were saying what Jack just said. They were saying, "Well, that's what you deserve. You sat back, and you've got a few injuries now. Um, it's your own fault, really." And I was like, "Well, no," because we literally had less than forty-eight hours between games. Even your own manager admitted that, and we had so many chances. Admittedly, we did drop off a bit, didn't we? The last twenty, but just frustrating because <laughs> they are honestly. I can count on both hands how many times have those have been to Molyneux those two lads uh, to Old Trafford sorry those two lads we've been more than them so it just winds you up doesn't it because they're from round here born and bred in the Midlands all their life but they fucking massive Man U fans but yeah it's annoying I agree with you you don't let it annoy you though you don't let it get to you no 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 I don't tweet about it or anything I don't go mad just another thing
5: on the main line how angry were each of you when Man United scored and what did you, how did you react I
4: wasn't angry you angrier, can actually so watch I my could, reaction on my we'll watch it. along yeah I can I actually didn't really do anything. I was just like, oh, for God's sake, really? Head in um, hands. I was. I was just famous like, Villa. The thing is, though, sometimes you can see it coming, but we look comfortable. I didn't. I thought, like, you know, yeah, we're going to be all yeah. right here. They haven't created much in the last last parts of the game. Jack, we're we, Wolves fans. They were never I, comfortable I know, into liverpool games. Well, I, but this is one of the well, rare occasions either. where I didn't see it coming. I thought, I think we're going to see this out here. We look, we look good. Everyone's played so well. Um, so yeah, I was gutted, but I was just 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 like, oh for God's sake. That's an interesting point. If everyone's played so well,
3: let's have a look at Brighton because who keeps their place in that side? so we haven't
5: done the Aaron story. That's what I was getting to. Harry, I'll start with you. The Aaron story. What's that, Bayless? I'm gonna say how angry you all were when they scored, and I was gonna say yeah, our American mate, Texas. Oh, he smashed uh, his phone. His phone and had an accident against the brick wall. And me? when
3: was the last oh. time that he? Smashed his face. It was against Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that yeah. that makes sense. Um, what did you say, Brighton? Uh, see, Sam, we, it, we've we said it a few times. No, no, now. Take your pick. No idea. Hopefully, we play four at the back, switch back to a four and go mm-hmm. attacking and pl- probably play the team that started against Spurs more similar to that um, and just go for it and just hopefully we can put the ball in the net. Like Fabio Silva, we've mentioned his header, we've mentioned that he hit the side net in against Spurs. If he can just have one go off his lock of hair and fly top corner or something, then get his confidence up and let him get a little bit of a run going. Maybe we'll start scoring these chances, but it doesn't seem like that at the moment. But yeah, that sort of team against Brighton, they've drew about a million games this year, only won two, and they're down for relegation. So we've got to win this game. We've got to stop this little voodoo (laughs) of not beating these sort of teams, because if we don't beat them, I will cry.
3: <laughs> I think you said if we don't beat them, you're going to poke yourself in the eye. I mean,
1: promote self
3: harm. Uh, yeah, Jack, you that, say uh, we don't that. ever beat Brighton, draw at best. Uh, has
4: Harry filled you with any optimism? No, I mean, just 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 look at the <laughs> of just look just look at how it went, and it seems to be we've put in good performances and probably not got the points we deserved against the bigger teams, so-called bigger teams. And against the teams where we should have got something, we bottled it against Villa and Burnley. So now this is set up, that's coming off two good performances against, you know, top six teams. I mean, some are thrown around potential title winning teams or title contenders. And now we've got Brighton, who are a bogey team for us. And we've got Mm -hmm. expectation thinking we've played well now. We're looking good. And we've got a bit more rest. It's got the perfect storm for us to go and lose that game. I'm sorry, especially against a team like Brighton. And I've, problem, I've, watched, I've watched Brighton a few times this season. I haven't watched every Brighton game or anything, but on the occasions that I've watched them, they always seem to play pretty well, but then bottle it, bottle the results somehow. Um, sounds familiar. Until they, you know, so they'll be 3-0 up at half-time against us and it'll be their performance <laughs> of the season probably. But it's just, uh, just, just because now on paper our January looks easier than our December did... Uh, doesn't mean that we're going to get any freebies.
5: Oh, it's going to be a same old Brighton story, isn't it? Like, every time I've been there, it's been <laughs> so bad. Like, you think, ah, we, ah, you're not getting past Brighton, ah, we're not getting past Brighton. They, they do set up pretty well in all fairness to them, but they're not very interesting to watch. Do you think Diego Costa will start?
4: <laughs> for Brighton maybe yeah.
5: <laughs> I imagine
4: yeah.
3: I just imagine I wish It's Diego Not Diogo Going to have a score <laughs> prediction For the game
1: Yeah let's go round uh, Start with you Harry 4-0 Wolves
3: Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, More in hope than expectation Jack Williams 2-1 Brighton <laughs> Alice. 1-0 draw 1-0 draw Going to go 2-1 Wolves Let's get
5: your latest Betting odds and ticket news The away perspective What have our opponents Got to say Hello betting fans uh, We didn't get very close this week So we'll try and get a little bit closer So I've, I've picked a couple more There's some interesting ones out there um, There's been a boosted price For Ruben Neves to score from outside the area We've talked <laughs> about it Lol, not going to happen Well it's 14 to 1
4: <laughs> What?
5: Yeah um, Right then Jack 2-1 Brighton Mape to score the first goal 80 to 1, one all draw He's in my dream team I Take it Pedro Neto to score first. Tw- only 25 to 1.
1: That's, we favorite,
4: uh, That's longer than uh, Neves scoring. It, I'm sorry, uh, we've if got. You, if you get a bloody a correct score and the first goal scorer, you only paid 25 to 1. That's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, there's, there are no, some no, silly
5: robbery. odds. There's some silly odds out there Go for on you, on, though, lads. the silly ones, please. Neves to score first. 4-0 Wolves. Anyone have to take a guess? One, two, five. 50 to 1. Oh, no, it's going to be 1,100
3: oh. to 1. 1,100
5: to 1. Yeah. GL. God. And then, obviously, the stupidest bet of the week is Nelson Samedo score first, one all draw, 240 to 1.
3: Oh, go on, stick it on, just Keep in on. case. I've got to
5: have Neves 4 nil as well now because... Not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen at 1,100 to 1, but if it did... He won't be... score.
4: Uh, Jack, any any ticket news to talk about? Um... Well, considering that pretty much everywhere is in what tier four now, are they? So, or tier three or tier four. So, not even the scouts can go now. Really unlucky.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Perfect. Let's have a look at. 2020. Hi, this is Gaza. This is some daft shit in the high street. I'm um, speaking to someone who got picked on in school for him, ginger hair. Hi, this is Gaza. Welcome to the 77 High Street Club, is that he? That's almost anyway. Hi, it's Gaza. This is 77 Club. Harry, you put out some messages on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the social medias, saying what was your highlight of 2020? And there were so many highlights to talk about.
1: <laughs> uh, let's go through some. Of oh them. my God. What have we got? Wow. Okay, so we've had a lot more replies than I actually anticipated. <laughs> right. Our mate Nag actually is a legend. Oh, he's gone on about Walls' women. For me, it was a double header of Wolves women beating TNS at home 5-1. I didn't think we'd get this answer, let's be honest. Including a wonder strike by Jan Palmer, followed up by a knight with the men beating Espanyol 4-0. That was a good one. A few people have put that. The 4-0 win at Espanyol. Yeah. Uh, Molyneux, Neves' screamer. That was mm-hmm. a good one, Win it? Yeah. Uh, Harry Mansell put Baylis having a random agenda against Samedo
3: Baylis that was it's just huge
5: huge part the, of 2020
3: there are Dan some wind down every here.
1: week because there's two there's two
5: on the Facebook one as well saying signing Nelson Samedo from Barcelona people are just on the wind up
1: <laughs> uh, you,
4: you've been on the wind up with your comments all yeah let's be honest I think
1: or Jack that's a bite <laughs> Gaz Roberts put the few minutes in the quarter final up until the penalty it's the hope that yeah. kills you it certainly was oh, uh, i have forgotten about that Manny sing, yeah. sing when you're winning it ended up being the last game we attended away from home a brilliant day and Spurs. awesome match but but more than the comeback having yeah. my boys by my side bloody blah yeah so Spurs is a a big one there's a few more I
3: bloody than... blah at the end of a half <laughs> sorry <part
2: sentence.
1: laughs> <What laughs> I really okay,
3: my, my kids were there and uh, bloody
1: blah gaining new skills and boosting their developers as good humans there we bloody go bloody blah lovely yeah very tough with you no know, game for us since Marba Espanol at home there's another one uh, the rise of Neto what an incredible player he has becoming says Jay
3: yeah. ever oh, since Bayliss wrote him
5: off
1: I didn't I wrote I, I sent a written apology I'll you have did you know. yeah you did, you did. Wait,
4: when's the Samada written apology going to come
1: right <laughs> it will come ne- fucking never at this right. rate <laughs> uh, a guy a guy called Zafod 5 right I don't get this so you if what do you do but other than Harry's Hiltergate. Oh, Hitlergate. Hilter. I sake, the Hitlergate. I reckon Jimenez winner against Spurs, yeah. And he also put great podcast last, uh, lads. Uh, He's some pissed, blah, blah, blah. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, uh, blah, blah. Evolution into the Wolves 4.0. It's been fantastic, says Jeff Shee. Not the Jeff Shee. So
5: oh, isn't terrible. the Jeff Shee, blah, blah, blah. Bayless, highlight of
3: 2020.
5: Oh, there isn't a lot to pick from, is there? But uh, definitely the European run. It's just sad that we weren't there for that quarter-final. Uh, as an away day, I really enjoyed Southampton. We had a great day and we won. We were 2-0 down and won. Was um, that 2020? Was that not... Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just before the Tottenham game. Mm. I, I enjoyed that more than the Tottenham game, actually. I thought that was a really fun day out with the lads, uh, which we aren't going to see again for a while, are we? Jack?
4: Um, It's difficult, isn't it, really? But um, The pandemic, have you enjoyed that? Um, yeah, mm. it's been a right laugh, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean... It's been good for the bank account not to spend so it's much. It's been money a good pandemic, have not it? pandemic But um, it's good for the bank account. You bought a flat. <laughs> <That's> an understatement. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that's what six months off football can buy me. <laughs> um, Spurs away was great, um, and just going to um, going to Barcelona really, you know, for a Europa that's League one, knockout game. Yeah. That's personally for me. That's got to be the one. Just witnessing because it was kind of Harry's last hurrah before he had a baby wasn't it so he did not just, cope with it well was he just just witnessing Harry's just absolutely steaming all weekend was just a, a just all a personal highlight Calm. I wish I
3: wish I'd seen him volley that football into that oh, oh man
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I I'm surprised to... I'm still here
4: it was all fun and games until I was walking through his piss barefoot at four
1: because <laughs> he'd wet everywhere
3: but, you walked through it twice I thought
4: it was water it was cold <laughs>
1: That's got it, yeah. A lot of people oh. have said um, the the Barcelona experience. And that it turned out to be our last hurrah, didn't it? Because COVID happened yeah. just after that. And what a, what a trip away that was. Even though it was already over. It was already over, wasn't it? We'd already won the tie at Molyneux. We went there as a bit of a party. And everyone you knew, Tom, Dick and Harry, Wendy with the dog. I'm just making these up. Uh, everyone was there. So it was I'm like a big... That. Big disco, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, Manny, if you're still listening. I, I shouldn't have done that. I was just like, trying to rush for the answers. But yeah, brilliant. Booting a ball off someone's head, getting drunk, sicking up loads of water, nearly wetting myself. absolutely love Barcelona.
4: Nearly wetting yourself. Wetting yourself. <laughs> there's, there's evidence, man. We're never getting that Airbnb <laughs> rating back, man. That's, that's long gone.
5: <laughs> My Airbnb, you get <laughs>
4: Oh, it actually like, like
1: sieved into the cracks as well didn't it it like stained the cracks of the floor it
4: was it, yeah my feet it was it. like walking through battery acid <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus uh, oh yeah right yeah I think I think Barcelona definitely definitely on there um, let's leave it there then shall we uh, that is 2020 the year that was um, <laughs> there the we'll was obviously... a load of shit <laughs> what well, everybody's hoping for a better 2021. Obviously, it probably won't be any better. Although it has the <laughs> potential to be absolutely incredible. You're supposed
4: to it? uplift people, Sam, not just say, so, well, yeah, you know, it will uh, be any
5: Glastonbury's going to be cancelled, I think, next week. There's loads of live sport. There's like yeah. an Olympics, a European Championships. Yes.
4: And none of us can go to any sport. of it, probably. None no no of us
5: are going to go to any of it. But we might. The thing is, they've got another vaccine now. We might, we might get out by the summer. Yeah, but it's I mean i booked two test match cricket tr- cricket games up so I'm happy
3: oh, there you I'm go sure. I mean you can social sure the distance
1: there anyway uh, right okay <laughs> let's say goodbye to Harry Munson goodbye everyone and thank you for listening this calendar year thank you thank, <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you for listening to this calendar year blah 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 Dan Bates <laughs> yes goodbye Wolves fans and Jack blah, blah blah
4: blah <laughs> bye everybody hope you have a nice uh, happy new year given the circumstances
3: yeah what's everyone doing actually How- Harry what are you doing fuck all
5: No, new Mm. Just sitting in, nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Bayless, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to cook a nice dinner. What's on the menu? I haven't decided yet, actually. I'm just about to go and do it's the Sainsbury's tomorrow shop. It's I'm <laughs> going to, uh, Sainsbury's comes tomorrow. You've got to do the shop by 11 o'clock that night. So I've got to uh, go online and do the Sainsbury's shop after this. Is it going to be like Ready City cooking? A bag of shit, and you've got to turn it into something brilliant? Uh, no. I'm, it'll be something pretty simple, I imagine. Uh, Jack, what are you doing? Furiously it's, masturbating,
3: it, I imagine.
4: Yeah, yeah, well, to be honest, it, not a <laughs> lot because it's just it's kind of with Christmas and everything. Even when you can go places, it's kind of taken the joy out of it, hasn't it? Like you gotta to go to the pub, but you can't do this. You can't. You gotta. You have this. So you know, well, I'm not a big New Year's fan anyway. So just Jules Holland probably, if he's still alive. One
3: heroine please, <laughs> and Jules Holland. Excellent, and it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye.
5: The seventy-seven club. The Wolves Podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Sports Social
2: Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?